I'm Andrew. Um, I'd just like to tell you my circumstances and why I ended up what I did. Uh, I lived in Germany for about seven and a half years. And in Germany, they have what they, they tend to build what they call doffel houses, double houses, um, with a view that it becomes a multi-generational house. Mm. And, you know, the parents or someone will buy it on a 100-year mortgage. And uh, the people who pay the mortgage live in the bigger half of the house and uh, the grandparents live in the flat above it and uh, so on it goes forth. When the grandparents pop off, the parents move upstairs and the kids take over the mortgage in the big house down below. (laughs) And it worked extremely well. Yeah. Now, we moved to Germany, uh, sorry, not to Germany, we moved to New Zealand about uh, 20 years ago and my wife and I built a house uh, down in South Island. And when her parents uh, got to a fairly old age where we thought they'd start needing looking after, um, we decided they'd move out and live with us. And so we followed that model. We built uh, a nice two-bedroom, sitting room, bathroom, kitchen flat on the side of our property. They live in that. We share most of the bills, which keeps both our costs of living down nice and low. And, um, you know, it works extremely well. They've lived with us now for six years. Uh, they have complete privacy. Um, and, you know, it had no problems at all. And it works extremely well for both of us. I think the trick is actually having some sort of separation, is it not? Because if you end up with everybody under the one roof, uh, you have to decide who is the boss of the one roof. So, you Absolutely. know, if yeah. mum or dad used to be the boss of the one roof, but then they've ended up, you know, you've ended up growing up and now you are the boss of the one roof. There's nothing worse than mum and dad coming along and saying, we, you should we run it like this. We, we, had, we had a little bit of that friction in our, you know, first couple of months. Uh, exactly what you said. You know, I've got a fairly single-minded father-in-law. <laughs> and eventually we had to say, look, you know, actually, the, the solution is, we, you know, we own 75% of the property. You own 25%. Um, you enjoy the 25% uh, you've got, um, but don't try and run the entire household. And we are we have complete separation with a door between the two properties, but they are completely independent in their own property. And sometimes you go two or three days without even seeing them. Yeah, and that's the way. That's the best way. Keep you sane. Do you think works well? Having yeah. come from overseas and then looking at the New Zealanders, you know, um, do you think New Zealanders seem to be quite obsessed with you know um, uh, living in? Well, they, they they don't like the um, they don't like the terrace houses. You know, they they like no, the, they don't. They like they, the yeah, the quarter acre, the quarter acre Pavlova paradise where everybody's living in glorious isolation. Yeah, it's um, you know when when I left England, I lived in a, a cottage that was uh, nearly just over 500 years old, um, where we had a well in the garden that used to service the whole street, and uh, you know it was a tiny cottage. I'm only five foot ten, but I had to duck you know, getting under the beams in the sitting room. Um, and, you know, it was it was a nice way of living. It was different. You know, we had a pub at the end of the road yep. and um, we had a tiny little garden, which meant absolutely no maintenance. And our life revolved around uh, eating out, drinking at the local pub after hours and mm. generally having a good time. Yep. I understand you're a multi-generational liver. Very much so. Um, I, my, I'm living with my in-laws, so my husband's parents, mm. and our two children. So my four-year-old is currently sleeping in the bedroom that my husband 
has slept in all his life until he married me. Wow. Um, yeah, and it, it has its upside and its downside, mm. but um, it's fabulous to see the grandparents with their grandchildren. Like, that is just heartwarming, and everything that I don't like about being under someone else's roof, I I just put that aside when I see how happy my grandchildren and my children are making yeah. my husband's See, parents. I think what I'm talking about here, so there's a bit of necessity when it comes to you moving in, right? Yes. Yes, I, w- I wouldn't have chosen to do this. Yeah, the question is, uh, have we, are we getting close to a point where people will actually choose to do this, realising the, the benefits of it, even though, you know, at the moment it seems uh, anathemic to us? Yes, yes, probably. Well, as, more, as housing gets more and more expensive. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's a bit of a squeeze. We've got, uh, my husband's overseas, so there's, but there's still three adults and mm. two children. So mm. it's a little bit of a squeeze, but we manage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we've always had it in our minds that when my husband's parents get older, they would live with us. Yeah. So, so are yeah, you going to go out there and buy property that actually can cater with uh, for you with yeah. maybe a bit more space, etc.? Yes, we actually already we already own one. We just can't afford to live in it at the moment. Wow. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, hence, living with my in-laws. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely the plan. That, that can I can I ask you how old you are? Mm. I'm more mature. I'm a, I'm four, almost 40 in a few weeks, and I've got a four-year-old and an 11-month-old. You're very mature. Very mature. And I say, and I and I no, 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 no. I say that you're not. You know, well, you're late thirties. Okay. Well, the reason I'm saying you're very mature is how many people in their thirties actually start thinking anything more than twenty years ahead of themselves. You know. Uh, or and those future things, you know, it's very much paycheck to paycheck, time to time, and and precept to precept. You know, somehow it's in your ingrained in your head that round about then you should be having children and then you should be buying a house. But you never actually sit back and think what's going to be happening in twenty years' time. And you're already doing that, Charlie. Oh well, I, I certainly hope that uh, the grand the and the grandparents have longer than twenty years of independence. But yeah. but they might not as well. You, you don't really know what's around the corner. No. Um, I didn't foresee that I would be uh, like a year ago. If you told me I'd be living with with them, I I would have laughed. <laughs> but it's 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 been much better than I actually thought it would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my boys love it. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and you're you're free to go out any night you like. Oh please! Um, got... If I'm in bed at eight, I'm happy. <laughs> hey, that's a great you call. You a bit about I have an eleven-month-old, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but <laughs> but you do have inbuilt, uh, an, unlike an inbuilt vacuum cleaning system, or you might even have that with your with your parents, the parents there as well. Uh, no, but you no, have an inbuilt babysitters right there. Yes, inbuilt babysitters. Yeah. And I'm doing the cooking and cleaning as a, yeah. you know, to pay them back for having us in their home. So yeah, that's good. Things around it. Um, and are you going to charge them rent? Uh, what when they live with us? Yeah. Uh, no, no, they're not charging us anything to live with them now. Oh, you see, now there's the thing. That's quite amazing, because because um, I'm now saying, well, what, let's not sell the house. Let's let the kids stay here a bit longer. Uh, you know, even if they move in with someone, but definitely, I'm going to make them pay rent just to aid in the general, um, you know, accrual of capital to get by in this world. And that would make sense. I guess, like you said, you know, I'm, I'm older, my husband's older, and my in-laws are older as well. So yeah. they're just happy to be able to help us, which yeah. is lovely. They're amazing people, and they're happy to help us in our time of need. Charlie, you're an amazing person too, and I thank you so much for your call. Nancy, hello. Hi. 
I'm in my 80s and I've got an interesting story that goes right through my life from when I was a teenager. I married in my teens and my husband and I decided we wanted to travel because his family lived in Europe. So we went to live with my grandmother and we boarded there and she we went to work and she had a couple of jobs each and saved our money. And we went over to, overseas and lived with his family for 18 months. Living with my grandmother was good because she liked to get the extra money as well. She would take off and go and have holidays with her sister and she was able to do that because she had the extra money. Yep. And then when we came back, um, we went back there and we stayed there and eventually we went our separate ways and then I remarried and we had uh, a couple of kids and we lived in a house and his mother came out from Europe as well and she lived with us and it was great because I had a built-in babysitter We'd go away for weekends. She was happy for me to go away because when I was away, she was in charge. And she had, it was, it just worked so well. And all the kids in the neighborhood would come over when we were away and she'd make things for them. And it, it was really a good, a good time. And I think people don't look at it from that angle. Then eventually we moved again and my mother-in-law died and I had a house with, uh, that was in two flats and my daughter, her husband and two children lived there. Wow. Next door. Mm. So, and now I live alone in a two bedroom house and every time my grandchildren um, might have a disagreement at home because they're both at home with their mother. Uh, they'll come and stay maybe for a month or six weeks mm. at my house. Mm. Mm. So I think there's a lot of benefits from lots of swing, sharing. Yeah, lots of swings and roundabouts in your life story. Uh, and you yeah. know, at one point, one person is the strongest, another point, uh, another person is the strongest, but together you become twice as strong, you know. Um, yes. Uh, than if you were alone and doing it by yourself. That's fantastic, Nancy. All the very best. Thank you for telling us your story. Oh, hi. Um, I was actually calling because I kind of come from the opposite side. So instead of um, our family, our parents coming to live with us because of, um, you know, aging concerns and needing care, it's actually me and my husband who are both disabled and we had to sell off our home and ended up having to move in with our parents. But of course, because there's no disabled private market that we can go into. Yeah. There's no disabled housing you can, you know, rent. There's no disabled housing that you could buy. Of course, banks won't give you a mortgage if you're, even if you've got decent jobs. It's still a problem if you're disabled. So there's, there's a lot of, you know. Sorry, even, how does that? Got, sorry, Camilla, how does that work? If you've got, the, if you've got the money, you're, you're, you're. You've got the money. You can get the. Um, Basically, you could pass decent checks, but the trouble is, is that it's the type of money sometimes, and it's also because of your mobility. You need to have modifications done as well, and so that mm. becomes a problem in getting insurance for that. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of difficulty, I guess, because you can't access the private rental market. So even in my mum's home, um, I'm bunking in her lounge, but my husband has been forced to live um, all the way in Dunedin 
and I'm up in Auckland because he can't, he kept on falling down the stairs because <laughs> of muscular dystrophy. And you get used mm. to it when you're disabled because it's just an everyday thing. You fall, and when you're young, you can bounce back a little bit quicker than um, mm. when you're older with sort of uh, worse bone and joint problems. But mm. the trouble was that each fall gets progressively worse quite often. Yeah, and um so for him, what, and what's your disability? And I, we're now separated in completely oh, different yeah. cities. So what's now your, we're what, sort of... What's your disability? Yeah. Uh, ME. So oh, I've you, got um, POTS and ME. So quite mm. often I'm, I've got specialist stuff in Auckland I need to go see. Mm. And for him, there just wasn't any place for him to live in Auckland, mm. <laughs> literally. Like when, when you're disabled, um, you'll often don't be prevented from even accessing state housing care. You can't even access a state home. And because there's no private rental for a disabled person, you've got no cho- choice. And we had our own home. We owned our own home and we had um, previously access to a mortgage when he, he was less disabled than he was um, after the muscular dystrophy got progressively mm. worse and before I got ill. Okay. But, yeah, it's kind of like uh, changing situations. You never predict. And with us, we'd always had a plan that we could modify our home. But get, when the disability got worse, the bank would not mm. loan us money to modify the home, mm. but they would, you know, allow us to sell. And, and so the parents can help or not? Not really. Uh, it's problematic hmm. because um, when you've got mobility trouble, a lot of New Zealand homes are not designed for mobility issues. And so the bathrooms are quite often dangerous. Um, I mean, this is why my husband's falls got worse because they just, um, there's a lot of stairwells that don't have um, adequate safety and there's not a lot of care for New Zealand modifications that you can put in. So my husband couldn't even get his wheelchair in the house um, because he <laughs> yeah, couldn't yeah. get through the front oh, no, look, door. Look, so I, t- I, t- I totally he understand. He falling and pulling him across yeah. the floor. Um, so he gets dragged a lot. And so that's the kind of thing is you kind of get that issue where New Zealand homes, multi-generational living, in theory would be good. But the reason why people go in not for these terrorist homes sort of ideas is because when you're thinking of it when you're young, sure, a terrorist home is lovely. But when you're older, if you have mobility trouble, you know, getting up to the next level can be extremely painful and extremely dangerous. 